The following program is produced and furnished in conjunction with Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings, who are entirely responsible for its content. Sorry, guys, you are on your own. This is the Federal Football Report, a weekly wrap-up of all things burgundy and gold. The Federal Football Report on Federal News Radio. Here are your hosts, Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings. Welcome back to the Federal Football Report, everybody. It is Kevin Stanfield. I'm Claude Jennings uh, on 1500 AM uh, everywhere where you get your fine podcast. Lots to talk about. The coaching carousel in the NFL and really in college football. Man, it's the big story of the college football offseason and the NFL postseason. You got playoffs coming up and all anyone wants to talk about is this coaching carousel. I mean, it's probably the biggest um, mutual, uh, what, what do they call those things? They say it was a mutual decision, mutual yes. parting of, of, of ways. Yes, and, mutual and, decision. We yeah, mutually mutual agreed decision. that yeah, you're we, leaving. We, we agree, <laughs> yeah, we, we mutually agreed that you were leaving. And maybe in, in, in NFL history, the most coveted coach has left his team. And now I can only imagine every team in the NFL is thinking, can we find, uh, is this coach now better than the coach we have on staff? I'm talking about Ron Rivera leaving. <laughs> commander. And Oh, wait, no, no, no. I'm, I'm now looking at the television. It looks like Bill Belichick has left. Yeah. <laughs> He's about Bill Belichick, not he Ron too, yeah. Rivera. Yeah. So much happening. I mean, so of course you got Belichick. You've got Pete Carroll. Uh, you've got uh, uh, Nick Saban in Alabama. Uh, you got a uh, rape. Uh, va- Vrabel, Steve, uh, Vrabel, Mike Vrabel, yeah, Mike yeah. Vrabel in Tennessee, uh, and yeah, I mean Ron Rivera. You got all these, all these coaches uh, leaving teams, and so you got a, a bunch of openings, a bunch of coaches that teams covet or would covet. And I'm thinking I can look at almost, almost. Uh, let's see, I guess each conference has eight teams in the playoffs. I can look at out of the 16 teams in the playoffs, there are probably four coaches who are safe. Everybody else, if you lose in this wild card or, or, or right. divisional round next week, your job, you, you're done if if the if the team wants Belichick or Belichick wants your team. Well, I, uh, first of all, um, anybody, you know, the fact that Jay Gruden wasn't in that list of coaches that you just named <laughs> about being available, I, I don't understand that, right, you know. The football expert, right? You know. Well, he is uh, available in case anybody, you know. Yeah, and that's you know. Usually, I don't mention his name. I just call him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you're absolutely right. And some of it doesn't really make any sense. Like you can halfway, maybe, possibly see Sirianni with the Eagles being on the hot seat with with what's going on up there and the way they've had such a poor second half of the season. But but Todd Bowles, I mean. No one expected Todd Bowles to do anything, you know, and they're right. in the, and they're in the playoffs, right? And have a mm-hmm. chance to advance if the Eagles don't get it together. What surprised me was uh, uh, the Bears announcing that their coach was safe. That seemed kind of kind of weird. They fired the staff, <laughs> but announced that the coach was safe, which. But maybe it's sent a message like on The Godfather, right? You know? Right, right. Well, you almost have to do that. I got a text message earlier today from Clyde Jenkins, my, my cousin. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and he said, you know, if McCarthy does not get the Cowboys to the NFC Championship game, he's done and it's time to pursue 
uh, you know, uh, Bill Belichick. Well, I, I am glad to say, and we're going to focus on the commanders here early until our friend uh, and uh, giant commiserator Rodney Henderson joins us. But who is now looks like he's now entering into the oh, uh, virtual right, well, studio cool. just in time because I need progress. Yeah, the more people I hear, I would, who hear me complaining about the commanders, the better, right? You know, right. So, <laughs> yeah. It, you know, you talk about a, 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 the worst kept secret, right? You know, it's like. As far as Belichick or? No, as, as far as, well, Belichick, you kind of saw that coming anyway. Right. It's like, you can look at, well, you, you look at Belichick now, he looks like the same dude he did when Tom Brady was there. Mm -hmm. he, he's a hard guy to read. But the Rivera thing, right, he, he had uh, he had cashed it in, and, and I do mean cash, like weeks sure. ago. Weeks mm -hmm. ago, he seemed disinterested, dispassionate, dis disoriented, this, that, the other thing, right? You know, and, and, and when the hammer finally, you don't want to see anybody lose the job. I mean, anybody, nobody. Right, right. But, but dude's making, what, $8 million a year or something like that? Not, mm -hmm. That's all cushions the blow, right, you know? And, and yeah, granted, I'm sure, and you have you worked with him closely, personally, I'm sure he's a great guy. I'm, I'm, not, no, I'm telling you, like, my encounters with Coach Rivera through working through some radio stuff, has always been delightful. He's a delightful person. There's no way you can be around a man and not love this guy. Like, I mean, you know, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't coach me or anything, but I'd run through a wall for him. Like, I mean, I would do anything for this guy. Well, if you ask me nicely to run through the wall. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would do anything with him expect, except speak nicely of his coaching on a radio show. But other than that. But maybe that. Maybe he had the guys hypnotized into believing that he was really you know, a great coach. Wow, you know, Coach Ron is really a, a great coach, you know. And maybe there are some things more important than winning and losing, you know, and then mm -hmm. you had to believe in that. I personally don't believe that. Right, right. <laughs> oh, by the way, um, you know, you know how we love Julie Donaldson. We yes. love Julie Donaldson. Yes, indeed. She does a great job. However, on the, <laughs> on the pregame show leading into this last game against the Cowboys, um, she, she mentioned that um, Sam Howe was the first uh, commander's quarterback to start all games for the season since Kirk Cousins in 2017, which is true. Yeah. However, there's an asterisk because the only reason is because <laughs> Jacoby Brissett did not want to play. <laughs> like he wasn't, it wasn't like he started because they felt like he was the best quarter. Like <laughs> Jacoby Brissett, he was benched two weeks ago and somehow, despite not playing at all, Jacoby was percent tweak this hamstring <laughs> how you haven't been doing anything how did you tweak your hamstring and so you know and Ju you know we love julie i love julie so much but that was that was a stretch that was a stretch jd it was a stretch yeah, yeah well she, she, you're still my favorite she had to say that any yeah, chance yeah. she had to say anything because <laughs> the other two guys in the booth just suck all the oxygen out of the room <laughs> and, and you know one of them i know personally right the other one I don't, but uh, <laughs> that's, 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 that's rough. We can we can do without London, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, I'm sure he's a nice guy. He oh, just yeah, got to let the game breathe, right? Just, yeah. you know, there are spaces in, in a broadcast that don't have to be filled by one of your words. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just, just take it easy. I don't, you and know. by the way, let Bram call it for for a second. Like, if he, you know, we want to hear what's happening. Let let Bram right. call it. Right, right, right. You know who does a great job at play by play, and he does it for a number of uh, 
of, um, of events and, and sport is our friend Scott Jackson. Oh, and, man. Scott Jackson <laughs> is the best. I love yeah, Scott. Yeah, really, really. And, you know, you he had the opportunity to call the Commanders game, and it was great. And, and, and you know, this is – you could you could say nice things about one person about being without being disparaging towards the other, right? Sure, oh, of course, of course. Because yeah, by the way, I love I like Bram on the call. Yeah, Bram's yeah, good. Yeah. I just yeah. wish they would let him talk a little more because they keep <laughs> been over top of him. But no, I love Bram. And but but no, but Scott. I mean, I love Scott Jackson. And I mean, we we've got a lot of great. Here's maybe you know maybe we'll do this on another day. But here's one thing that's odd to me about DC Sports Talk Radio for for having like a Kevin Sheehan, who's great, Scott Jackson, who's great, Bram Weinstein, who's great with play-by-play, Dave Johnson, who's great with play-by-play. Yes, yes. I feel like the, but the, but the day-to-day hourly radio scene, eh, they need to put us on. I mean, like, it's not, Without a doubt. it's not, not it, it misses something. It's <laughs> not, I, uh, you know. Well, well, you know, one thing as, as, uh, Outlets have disappeared, you know, the, the, the clear channels and the red zebras. And, and soon and the, Odyssey, because they're following chapter <laughs> chapter eleven. Everything is coming out of one one place, right? You know, and they you know, they you know, they claim it's coming out of uh 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 was the M Street down there, but actually everything's coming out of New York. They want everybody to have that that wild New York edge. And DC is not that kind of city, right? You no, know, no. DC, you know, that's what got I was talking about. Like who should be the next uh uh, president of player operations, like anybody in this area knows who any of the, uh, <laughs> the right, presidents right. are. Like, we don't know. They could say uh, Sam Johnson. You know, he oh, he's highly regarded <laughs> around the league. Any of these people that they brought in interviewing to be interviewing to do the interview, they they brought in people to interview who will be interviewing the people who will be interviewing for the head coach, right? Uh, right, right. Who's right. heard of any of these people? And, oh. and 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 when it comes to it, like you know, we had talked about this. How about getting people on air who are from here, who know the city, who know the people in the city, who know the fan base? Yeah, you know, they may not have went to university. They may have went to Northwestern and got a you know journalism degree from there, or went to you know some school on the West Coast, or you know. But they're from here, and they right. know what they're talking about. Like I think that's what DC Sports Radio was missing. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Somebody uh, like us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And if you're listening, yeah, us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll tell you, yeah, we're good. We'll do it. Right, you know. So, yeah, right. so, you know, the the, the coach, had, he had to go. It was a decision that had to be made. Um, if he had changed some things a couple of years ago, maybe he'd still be here. Maybe he doesn't. Who knows if he wanted to be here or not? I don't know. It's hard to tell. He seemed to just, like, be here. But there was so so many red flags uh, with this situation. To me, the first red flag was when he got here. I don't know if you remember, but there was an incident where Dwayne Haskins played the game. This team was in bad shape under, mm-hmm. at the time, uh, it was on the interim coach Callahan. Mm-hmm. Where Dwayne and by Haskins, the way, the offensive line has not been the same since Coach Hallahan, Callahan has left. Right, right, right. So after after the, uh, the, the, the defense stopped whoever they were playing late in the game, Dwayne Haskins went to the stands and was celebrating with the fans. Taking right? selfies. Right, right. They were, this team hadn't won a game in so long. <laughs> now, now these same media bozos, as you were talking about, took exception to it, right? Because what happened was they, they had to kneel down, right, you know, mm-hmm. and they didn't know what Dwayne was, but he was with the fans. 
right? You know, all they had to do was look behind them, they would have seen them. Anyway, the media didn't like it. Now, when Ron came to town, which uh, shortly after that, he was asked about that. His first comments were, hey, yeah, yeah I saw it. I thought it was kind of cool that he was excited. That's what Ron said about it. Man. Two days later, Ron came back and said, well, yeah, I'm going to have to talk to Dwayne about that. Uh, uh, you know, he needed to be doing this, this, and that. And I said, it seemed to me like he, he changed his mind due to, quote, public opinion, which in this case was the media bozos, right? You know? Mm -hmm. And I said, well, Ron shouldn't have done that. If he said he was excited about it, he should be excited. That was the first red flag to me. You know, it's um, interesting enough, it, it, that reminds me of when um, I was doing the, post, the halftime and postgame show for the, for the uh, uh, Washington Commanders radio network and uh, working with uh, Clinton Portis and Scott Jackson. And Clinton said, well, I knew when I saw Dwayne Haskins' earring that he was not going to be a good leader of the team. What? Uh, yeah, it was, it was like, wait, Clinton, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, he's got an earring on. It's way it wasn't too big. big enough. Have you seen Jalen Hurts? Jalen Hurts got these two big diamonds. Well, no, he said that he said that Dwayne's earrings were too big. His earring was too big. Like, it's too what? showy. He's not going to, yeah. So, but that was Clinton. I mean, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, no. Southeast Jerome, too short. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. By the way, uh, our Giants correspondent Rodney Henderson has joined has joined the program. We're going to get to Rodney, um, you know, in a second. Um, I guess I guess four and four and thirteen, uh, new coach. Uh, do the Commanders try to go after Belichick? Do, I, mean, I mean, you have to. Like, again, there are only four teams in the league that probably are fine. I mean, if you're the Rams, San Francisco. Uh, Kansas City and Baltimore, you're good with who you got. I think everybody else is, you know, all the other coaches got to feel like, is my job safe? You, you know, it would be interesting, Belichick, without uh, without personnel decision uh, capabilities because he hasn't done too well in, in the past couple of years, right? They've, they've, uh, they've just not been good. He hasn't had a lot of talent. I don't know who's responsible for that, but he's just, you know, it's just been bad. It's it's been bad. You know, the the thing about Hamez, he won without uh, Brady, but Brady hasn't won. You know, Brady had to have a loaded team, and the team mm -hmm. in Tampa was loaded. <laughs> the team in Tampa had two, six, yeah. eight receivers. They brought Gronk in. They had uh, uh, Fournette, I believe, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um yeah, you know, I I think that I would if I had to pick one of these guys who would let go recently, I would go I would lean more toward Pete Carroll. Uh oh, okay. Yeah. Although to me, he 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 was lost by calling that pass play in the Super Bowl. After that, I never looked at him. Yeah, that was weird. That was weird. Let's go to our Giants correspondent, Rodney Henderson. So Rodney, when you heard about Belichick leaving New England, I mean most people kind of felt like that was a it was a 50-50 chance that, that would happen. Um uh number one, what did you what did you think and what do you think? But then number two, Giants? Are we looking at Belichick? <laughs> would, you know, would you like that? I I hope not. It would be nice because of the tradition that it where he started at to be a defensive coordinator. Originally, mm -hmm. you know, how we dominated the NFC East back there, you know. Uh, but yeah. um I was I was actually surprised. I thought they were at least let his con I think he had one more year on his contract. Yeah, I thought they'd yeah. just go ahead and let the contract run out. So I, I think it's just just like Bill Parcells, uh, Bill Parcells uh, said, 
He said, you want me to make the dinner, but you got to maybe go cook for the groceries, right? Mm-hmm. Go shopping for the groceries. So I just think that's what it is. It's all about control uh, control and power. Um, I guess you got to, you know, everybody has to be lined up and one, uh, owner, GM, coach. And if they not, and um, and that's why it's so important to to pick a good quarterback. And Matt Jones is not he, – he, he came out okay, but – for real, for real, he, he's not the guy. So no, not at all. And and I'm actually pretty uh, surprised that they stuck with Matt Jones, uh, Matt Jones as as long as they did. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Because he, it was obvious to me the second season he was halfway through the second season that Matt Jones is not the guy. Right, right. And I, I think that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got one of those too. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, well, we'll see. We'll see. Now, what do you think about Rivera's chances of coaching at another with another team? I mean, it's part to me, I feel like he's part of the old boys network. And so the, he'll likely land a coordinator job somewhere or, you know, Rodney uh, and Kevin. Um, but, Kevin, do you think that Rivera will get somewhere else? Do you or do you think he's done? Like, I just don't see that competitive fire in him. I think he. I think he sees it as, yeah, I coach football, and, you know, we win some games, we lose some games. Eh, we try to try to be good guys. I think he's done. I, I, I can't see any organization looking at what happened here in the past four years and say, well, maybe he'll be different for us, right? You know, because they had Dan Snyder to blame stuff on for so many years. But, you know, there was last year. So maybe people start looking at this thing realistically and say, you know, Snyder wasn't – wasn't picking these players, right? They claim he was. And, um, you know, it seemed to be working for Jerry Jerry mm-hmm. Jones. Mm-hmm. If if you're only you pick the players, you at least be good at it, right? So I I, I don't see um I don't see that culture take uh, picking up anywhere else, just like uh Del Rio. I don't believe Del Rio did he sign with anybody after they let him go? Is no. he anywhere? He's you know uh, and uh, Jay Gruden, this is this is it. <laughs> this is like this right. is the last stop. I, I don't see. What do you think, Rodney? You think somebody will pick up uh, uh, a Rivera? No, nah, I think I think he know if they well, they had an eight o'clock meeting. Tell them, yeah, don't worry about it. Just just go ahead and leave. No, that's <laughs> 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 Don't even come. So, by the I, way, Rodney, I don't mean to interrupt you. We'll get right back to you. if if any of my you know radio stations or media outlets want to fire me, do it that way. Like. Don't make me drive into work that morning to a meeting and then say, like, <laughs> just text me. Like, literally text me in the e- the evening, the night of, and say, hey, we're planning to let you go tomorrow. Don't even worry about coming in. It's all good. And I would so, I would, I would, would respect that because I'll just sleep in. I'm not going to worry about it. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. Let me know ahead so, of time. Anyway, go ahead, Rodney. <laughs> so you're saying fire, get fired on your day off? Yeah, just text me. <laughs> text me. I would, it, it wouldn't bother me at all. I, you know, just text me. Hey, Claude, yeah. don't worry about coming anymore. We're going to let you go. Um, here's the severance number. Is this okay? Yeah. You know, and they're like, yep, yeah, that's fine. And then I'm, I don't have to go on the next day. Right. It's not like he was surprised that this was happening, right? Right. <laughs> I'm well. Yeah. I, I know I deserve to be fired. <laughs> <laughs> we did some good once, things here. I think once you uh, have your vision and your vision changed from, uh, what's this, this guy named Turner? Uh, North Turner kid. I forgot. Scott oh, yeah, Turner. Got, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Once that you, you started you know, deviate from the coordinators is, is already, uh, you know, written on the, on the wall that you're, you, 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 you on the way uh, out of there. 
Because <laughs> we did that, then the Jack Del Rio, then we already knew. The, the one thing you say about him, he got his boys paid. <laughs> I will paid. say that. Yeah. He got his boys paid. He got his boys paid, and, and, and he got paid. Yeah, he, got, he got paid. paid. Yeah. Right? I'm trying to see. Kevin, do you know off the top of your head what the Washington Commanders, like, they ended the season on a losing streak, but I don't know how long of a losing streak it was. Do you know off the top of your head? Uh, uh, eight eight games, I believe. Let me uh look at because uh, they the so they beat the they beat the Falcons on October fifteenth. Loss to the Giants, loss to the Eagles. Oh, but they beat the Patriots. Lost. Okay, so then they lose to the Seahawks. Loss to the Giants. Loss to the Cowboys. Loss to the Dolphins. Loss to the Rams. Yeah. So okay, so the last the last win was against the Patriots. And then they went on the losing streak. When was that? In like October or something? That was November twelfth. Wow. The last win. The last win. (laughs) Right, (laughs) Veterans. Veterans Day weekend. That's right. (laughs) They 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 beat the Patriots November fifth. Then then they that was the last one of the season. Yeah. 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 Must not have liked it. Yeah. 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 That's that's. I heard somewhere today that said that the sack leader for this team (laughs) hasn't been on this team. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? And Clyde Jenkins, by the way, texted me the entire week leading up to the Cowboys game saying, uh-huh. Dallas is going to lose this game. We're not winning. We're not winning the East. We're going to lose this game. And uh, and and he held that all the way until, like, the end of the third quarter. He said, okay, uh-huh. we, might, we might win. <laughs> He's yeah. so paranoid of everything that has to do with Dallas. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it, it, it was a home game for the uh, – the cow, Cowboys here. Oh, Rodney, because you were there. I was there. Okay, so, so before we take a break, talk about the experience a little bit. Well, I was blessed. Uh, thank you thank you to my cousin. Uh, we got into an owner suite, so mm. the hardest part was getting to there. We had to go up the escalator and then walk 18 miles and then go <laughs> back down and then make sure I had a wristband and then scan the card again. But other than that, it was nice, cozy, uh, warm. The food was good. Um, people, free, free food and stuff, and free food. We, we they had lobster claws. So no. um, yeah, 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 yeah. Did they yeah, know you yeah. were a Giants fan, and they, they still gave you this stuff? They didn't have no idea. I had no no indication <laughs> I had Giants. But I, I knew what I was doing. <laughs> I was going to say, like, you're not one of those people who will go wearing your team's gear, even if your team's not playing. You didn't wear right. Giants stuff. Uh-huh. Okay, okay, all right. Now, right, if you right. go and the Giants are playing, wear your stuff. Yes. But... yes. You but know. you know what? You know, we in the owner suite. Who cares who's playing? <laughs> yeah, you're in the owner suite. Like, what difference does it make? Yeah. That's true. That, who, cares, who cares even watch the game? You're in the owner suite. Just go and eat some food and, you know, relax and talk to people. It's mm-hmm. just a night out mm-hmm. at that point. Right, right, right. Yeah, met some really nice people. So, um, it was it was good. They had a little heater coming down so you wasn't cold. It's still glasses, you know, coming through so you can see straight through. But the right. heat coming out, that's, that's the way to go. <laughs> so that's now, did, were there any Cowboys fans in the owner's box? Which yes, it was a little uh, eight-year-old. He was the only one, but he was... <laughs> he, he was right in the joke. Right, yeah. But he had a great time. <laughs> yeah, he had a great time. Yeah, but in, in, in around the... the um, fi- uh, you know, At FedEx Field, there was a bunch of blue jerseys there, a bunch of... Oh, man, it, it, was a, it was a home game for the Cowboys. Okay. Like, I didn't understand it, like, when... Um, the commanders was going for four for one. It was like defense. I was like, man, this is home field advantage. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. it was a, I'm like, I saw it was that. Like, that tried to like, quiet the crowd. <laughs> right. 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 I, I can't believe it. 
But you know what? That uh, you know what? You can blame the team for all that. But this is this generation of fan. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it wasn't like they were there to um, they're mad at you know. The excuse used to be it was Snyder. I'm not. I'm not coming back till Snyder tells the team. They saw opportunity to make some money. They saw the tickets there, and that's this generation of a fan of Washington fan. It was like the end of the day. You know, when 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 the when the Fed when the uh, RFK people were like government workers and and the stuff was passed down from generation to generation, the season tickets and, and it was a waiting list, right? That was a tradition, right? It didn't matter mm-hmm. if they were bad mm-hmm. or they were good. But this mm-hmm. you got this uh, uh marsupial millennial, whatever generation, they just <laughs> gonna be a part of whatever's hot, right? You know, it's probably the same people coming to the game just buying different jobs. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same commanders fan. The same commanders fan. They were in San Francisco jersey. They were in Cowboys jersey. They got just a collection at home, right? You know, yeah, right. And then they call. You know, they're on. They're on Twitter saying who the next hot uh, assistant running backs coach should be, and this and that. Right? Well, it's crazy like, because we're all from the DMV, and mm-hmm. I mean, I just remember you couldn't get your hands on com- on well back then right. Redskins tickets. Yep. You know, and, 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 and like you said, there was a waiting list for season tickets. And, you know, if you were lucky, you had a friend who had a grandfather who had season tickets and the grandfather would let the grandkids use the tickets because, you know, he wasn't going to games anymore. And and they might sell you one or two, but for the most part, they were going to all the games. And that's just not the situation. And as a matter of fact, I know at least three to four friends who were in that situation where their grandparents had the season tickets and their grandparents weren't going anymore. Their parents weren't going. So they were the ones who were going and paying for it. And none of those friends have those tickets anymore. They just told their grandparents, look, we don't need it. Like we, we don't want to go. All we do is sell the tickets for money. You know, it, uh, <laughs> it's, it, it's more of a hassle to sell them than even one. And, and they're all, and they're all commanders fans. They're all commanders fans. They just don't want to go to the games anymore. Yeah, we're in a very precarious situation here because um, uh, the ownership group is trying to build something, mm-hmm. and they're in a situation where they have, they have a stadium that's that, you know they don't want to be in. They want to be at the city. They don't want to spend their money. They want like everybody else in the league. They want the public to spend their money, right? You know. And if we aren't careful, this dude can pick up and move his team to St. Louis, San Diego. You know, mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. want to hear about this media market nonsense. This thing is global now. He, you know, Josh Harris will do anything he want to do anytime he wants to do it, yeah. right? Yeah. So we, you know, we better be careful. Hopefully, it all works out, right? Because you know, we're we're whereas we used to be one of the most popular teams in the league. You know, they've destroyed that. They've destroyed yeah, that. Kevin, Kevin, I remember, and when you was talking about that, you know, you couldn't get a ticket. I remember, I think I saw it on, uh, I think it was ESPN or whatever, when they, uh, um, the feds, uh, right, you know, took people to coming down, <laughs> to coming down to get tickets, right, and they said, "Well, they ain't worried about the charge, but I'm going to see the Redskins." So that's, how going to, that's how strong the fan base was. That's how, really, that's exactly right. That's exactly yeah. right. But them days, yeah. no, 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 no. These days aren't. I don't know what's happening, right? But I, I do know that that. Um, We'll see. You know who knows? Who knows? I'm I'm hopeful. I'm hoping it's not a Belichick or or, or Vrabel, but 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 who knows? Who knows? So, you know. 
So this thing, though, uh, I think it's just hopeful. Let's look at Cincinnati. Um, Cincinnati, um, I, I forget the um, coach name, uh, but he has a brother, so it's, o it's not O'Neal. Anyway, I forget his name, but anyway. But uh, Joe Burrow, then the coach from there, changed the whole culture because Cincinnati couldn't win anything. So I guess it just take the right quarterback and right coach to be on the same page. Uh, Mike, Zach Mike, Taylor. Zach Taylor. Mm -hmm. And he got a brother who's doing pretty well too. I think he's with, I think he's with Minnesota or Green Bay even one. But um, let's go outside the box. Don't do the retread. If they hit a hit, but it has to be um, you got to have a quarterback. You got to have a plan. If not, uh, build your team up and then go with Sam Howe with the rookie co co uh, contract. Just uh, build up the offensive line. So, but you know, um, look, look so, at this. I'm, I'm sorry. So his and his brother is the Jaguars' <laughs> offensive coach, uh, Press, Press Taylor. Taylor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right. Yeah, you know, you look at look at a situation though, like um, Pete Carroll. Though when Pete Carroll first came, who was I'm trying to think of who was the Seahawks quarterback. It was, was Matt Flynn. It was Matt Flynn. They signed, they, they signed him from Green Bay as a free right. agent. And he got uh -huh. he, he got so much money from that one year where Brady got hurt and he won yeah. 10 games or whatever. Right. No, 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 no. Matt Flynn was a Green Bay backup quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, wait, who am I thinking about that was in... in, in, in oh, you think of Garoppolo. No, Matt Castle. Oh, Matt Castle. Oh, Matt Castle. Yeah, I think Castle. Castle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, yeah. Castle. But, yeah. but what happened with Flynn was Flynn on the Monday Night Football game threw like six touchdown passes. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was the hot, he was the hot flavor of the of the month. And they signed him and, and Russell Wilson beat him up. Right. So he was so Carroll was fortunate. Now they had they had the defense. They he he stumbled on the quarterback. Mm -hmm. Just like they did in Dallas. <laughs> they stumbled across the quarterback, right? Yeah. You know? So, so they Dallas stumbled upon. Um, and now people can say what they want, but Dallas stumbled on uh, Tony Romo, Tony and, Romo as on, well. and, and uh, yeah, yeah. So, right. so, and so if they if they come in and thinking that oh, what I can do with the with the with the second pick overall, let's talk about that on the other side. But well, and by the way, Russell Wilson was a was a round three draft pick. <laughs> And, and, yeah. and by the way, there's so much to talk about. How about we don't do any commercial breaks? All right, yeah, we'll just yeah. keep rolling through the show. Keep, that's fine. Because so we don't have to do commercial breaks. Our sponsors yeah. pay us whether we play the commercials or not. That's right. Because we're right. that popular. We are that popular. Amen. <laughs> so, it's a, <laughs> you know, it's, it's not a lock, right? Whoever they decide to get um, is it, it, it's not a lock. And, and they're using all these uh, – formulas and the analytics and they're getting the the guys who put Golden State together like that has anything to do with anything right you know <laughs> and Philadelphia and the 76ers haven't won anything right and shoot if they bring Joel and B look I said when that when I heard about them bringing the the guy from the Warriors in to help with the with the personnel search I said well if he brings Draymond Green we might be <laughs> we might be all right mm -hmm. having to play defense or tight end we we mm -hmm. know I put Draymond in linebacker I think we'd be okay right so none of us a lock right so me personally with that second overall pick you got a gold mine you could trade that yeah. you can get a couple of lower number ones you can, if you're wheeling and dealing maybe that's what they they're doing you get a couple of number ones, a couple of number twos, where you can rebuild your roster from, from yeah. one pick. Well, well, the thing is, and but you have, and you have to have a plan. You got to have a plan with that number right. two pick. Like, what do you want to do with it? 
And, and, and I think that has a lot to do with what do you think about your roster already? What do you think about the quarterback? What do you think about the backup quarterback? What do you think about quarterbacks that's going to hit the free free agent market? Um, what do you think about the offensive linemen that are already that I mean that are in the draft? And can you get three, you know, ones that you're satisfied with with later with two later picks in the first round and two you know picks in the second round? What do you want? What do you want to do? And you know, without having people in the building, we don't know who's there and what they want to do. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. It, if you're Josh Harris at this time, do you do you rely on your own gut? You know, what is it? Right. Do you want to build right. a team in, in, in your image, or do you want is does the model for the I believe it's the Islanders that he he owns and and and, and the Seventy Sixers? I mean, he, he's also his his organization is also the ones the one that drafted folks. He, Number one, mm-hmm. right? You know, so is this that Nerland's like no Nerland's Noel? Yeah. Remember him? <laughs> oh yeah. This this mm-hmm. thing is not a lock by any means, right? So yeah. <laughs> you know, so I'm 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 nervous. <laughs> I really, really am. So I don't I, I want to switch the focus real quick and bring Rodney in. Rodney, with the season being over, how do you assess your giants? Because we've been doing a lot of assessment of, of the commanders. How do you assess your giants? Where are you guys? What are the biggest needs? What would you like to see them do from here? Again, it's the offensive line again. And also, uh, Daniel Jones, he's not the guy. Is he the guy? Mm-hmm. They get the contract they paid him is like he's not the guy. So do you want to play around with that? And we know that I'm reading that they're going part ways with Saquon. Uh, they what, already are you probably, serious? Yeah. Yep. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm reading. But I don't, I don't know how true. I'm, I'm just, you I know how. Text, I need to text Clyde Jenkins. And see, yeah. and see what right. yo please don't let that happen please because yeah, Clyde Jenkins thought that they should have got Derrick Henry and then they should have got Dalvin Cook and then if he hears this about Saquon he's gonna want well to you know I saw uh 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 Derrick Henry give a press conference after the the firing of Rabel and his future in his mind is sort of in, in doubt too right so mm-hmm. are they talking about cleaning house there's some you know, and one thing these guys are, are 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 guilty of, and that's that's misusing some talent. Because I don't see how you don't have Derrick Henry running the ball twenty yards a game. I don't care about this new NFL nonsense. Mm-hmm. Who's going to stop him? <laughs> you know? He's a bruiser. What bruiser? You know, yeah, the, the one thing yeah. that Dallas did this year differently that you wonder what took them so long. They threw the CD Lamb every chance they got. <laughs> right. Well, it took it took CD going to the coach saying, "Listen, I'm not trying to be a diva, but you got to get me the ball. Like, throw me the ball. That's dude on the team. Throw me the ball. Yeah, yeah you know yeah. that. Right. You know, so that's you know, and that's New York is in a pretty good position because they have a they have a solid, not quite, not dissimilar to the Commanders. We got a solid." NFL veteran and quarterback, if you want to bring in a young, a young guy and bring him along slowly, as opposed to a high round pick who people are going to demand to, to play, um, you know, they could, they could do that because Tyrod has proven that he could play, <laughs> right? You know, you know, uh, and, and, and Ronnie, I want to get your, your thoughts on this, but Kevin, you're 100% right. And Tyrod's proven he can play and he can hold things down until you develop a young quarterback. But the commanders also have Jacoby Brissett, 
who is kind of the same, right? Like he could yeah. hold things down as you bring along a young quarterback. The problem is that young quarterback cannot be Sam Howe. Like you can't go into next season as the commanders and say, all right, we're going to go with Jacoby and Sam, you're going to learn under him now. Sam's not going to sit around for that. Like that, you, uh-huh. it's, too, it's too late for that now. Although I think that would be the best move to say, okay, we're not going to address the quarter unless for whatever reason, Caleb Williams slides down to pick number two and you haven't traded it yet. Then you get Caleb, but right, right, right. I doubt that happens, but you, or, or maybe you get Jaden Daniels from LSU. I mean, that, that, that's, that's a, 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 but even if you get him, I do think Jacoby or another vet plays the first year and the young guy watch watches. That's, that's what, um, that's what they did in Baltimore, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? I believe That's what they was, did in Green Bay, and now look at Jordan Love. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. right. They, they have that, that that That's what they did in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, that's that's a smart football move to make, and hopefully the analytics will point to that. And because, yeah, I mean, for every Burroughs, you have a uh, what's the kid name in San Diego? Uh, Justin uh, Herbert. Herbert. And by the right? way, I think that I think that. That's probably, I mean, that's that's obviously to me the way to go. That that's because if you're drafting that early in the draft and you're getting a franchise quarterback, that probably means that you stink right now. Right. right so right, right. the chance of that young kid changing everything for the franchise the moment he steps on the field is unlikely. That's that, Trevor Lawrence is struggling right now. Like it's unlikely that they can bear that weight. Have them sit, get a veteran to play for a year, maybe two. And then you bring them in. So you guys aren't old enough to remember Steve DeBerg, but Steve DeBerg was the designated quarterback guru, whatever you want to call it. If you if a team picked up a young quarterback, they would get Steve DeBerg. He, he, <laughs> he was in Seattle for a second, wasn't right, he? Right, he was in Seattle. He started ahead of Elway. He started ahead of um uh, he may have been with the Rams for a while, but you know, at, at some point we'll look up his record. Yeah, but he, he was the guy that that played. I think he was with Atlanta for a while, Tampa Bay. He was a guy who played until the guy was ready because people want to see that high uh, draft, high dra- highly drafted quarterback. But until they were ready, people had to protect their investment. It's okay, crazy so, to yeah. Here's Steve Deberg as a player. Uh, the Cowboys in '77. The 49ers from 78 to 80, the Broncos from 81 to 83, the Buccaneers from 84 to 87, <laughs> the Chiefs from 88 to 91, the Buccaneers again from 92 <laughs> to 93, the Dolphins in 93, and it's looking like the Falcons in 98. Wow, so Ooh, five years and then brought back. <laughs> that was that was the Michael Vick year, wasn't it? I think yeah, Michael off Vick season came. and practice squad. So right, for the right. off season and probably yeah, to coach up the to coach up Vic probably yeah. No, Vic I think came in in uh, two thousand. Well, anyway, yeah. Well, whenever they had teams needed a, a, a guy to mentor a young quarterback, Steve DeBerg was the guy. That was his designation. I think he rattled off like seven different teams, and they mm-hmm. could do that if they don't if they look at it from a football perspective instead of a business perspective. That's the one thing that's bothering me about the Harris Group. There seems like a lot of business stuff going on. Like mm-hmm. you get your one, one thing I've learned to dislike in life is meetings and committees. I, yeah, I just, spreadsheets. 
<laughs> yeah, they said, "Oh, we got a, we got a call, we got a meeting here, we got to talk about the spreadsheet." You know, I <laughs> I, was, I was in a meeting the other day, Kevin and Rodney, and they said, "Claude, would you like us to 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 share this Google Doc with you? It's a it's an Excel spreadsheet of all the like. Nope, but whatever you do, do not share that with me. I'm not going to look at it. So just whatever whatever's <laughs> on it that's important to me, just send me an email with bullet points. I don't I don't want to look at the spreadsheet. I, I'm not. <laughs> It's not a good idea. Please don't yeah. do that to me. But anyway. So, Rodney, do you think that Debo is safe? Debo, Debo, I've never, you know, how many years? Two years. Still with Brian. You think he's safe? I don't know. I think he's safe. I think he, I think him and uh, Joe Shane are, are connected at one. But um, this year, I didn't like the way he was embarrassing grown men. Yeah, yeah, you know, so that you know, you gotta respect people, and it's a way you can talk to people. You don't have to, uh, you know, belittle uh, people. You know, you can do it behind closed doors, but not on, not on national TV. You yeah. know, so um, I don't know if he lost the team or not because it seemed like uh, they're going a different way. And Wink, I think he had a problem with the uh, Ravens because Wink uh, Mardale is gone now. Right, right, yeah. yeah. So and um. I don't. I, I'm kind of disappointed. That I thought we were, you know, coming together with that defense. But it's always like that. It's always and and it's it's a good point that you made about the uh, Steve the bird uh, analogy because you don't have that no more. You don't have a mentor to uh, teach these young bucks to how to be a p- true professional. And what's crazy is you you is and, and and you don't have that mentality anymore because it's not like you don't have those quarterbacks anymore. You can look no further than in Denver with Russell Wilson. There's no reason why any team couldn't bring Russ, and I think Russ can still play. But you can bring mm-hmm. Russell Wilson in to teach a young player. You've got yeah. your, again, we talked about it. you got Jacoby Brissett, you got Tyrod Taylor, you got plenty of quarterbacks that can actually do that. But the mentality's not there anymore. Yeah, look at what's happening in Cleveland with Joe Flacco of all people. Joe right? Flacco, Cleveland is the dark horse to get to the Super Bowl. Like, <laughs> like I don't, you know. These so division games are really really tough. If Cleveland gets a chance, if they win a couple games and then they get to Baltimore, that's that's not an easy you know win for Baltimore because Cleveland knows Baltimore. That defense is nasty, and Joe Flacco knows how to win. He's been in the league forever. Yeah. So, go ahead, Rodney. Yeah. See how that works. You got uh, the big big guy uh, Deshaun Watson signed a record deal. And then he's hurt, and then Flacco come in, and it's like he's suspendable after the end of the year. So you you got a whole other decision that's splitting up the locker room. And by yeah. the way, Flacco comes in; he's the fourth quarterback there right. and, and that Cleveland went with. Right. They went with. I mean, Deshaun Watson. There were two others, and then they bring in Flacco in an emergency. He didn't know Cleveland this time last year. Flacco didn't know Cleveland's playbook, and he comes in, he learns it, and he's leading them. Something there's something to be said about those 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 older veterans. Well, you know what, what a lot of teams do nowadays is they use that uh, backup quarterback slot as uh, as milk money, basically, right? Because they they don't <clears throat> they rather pay a scrub to be their backup and hope <laughs> that the the main guy doesn't mm-hmm. get paid, then mm-hmm. use that cash somewhere else. You know, they don't they don't see the they don't see the football logic of having an experienced backup ready, right? You know, if, you know, or to even, you know, 
heaven forbid, compete for the starting job, right? It's like mm-hmm. competition is a bad word for these people nowadays. I don't understand. People, people are are mad when you suggest that Jacoby Percent didn't get a chance because he never competed for Sam's job. The right. job was given to Sam. He never After never one seen... game against After the Cowboys, and he won when the Cowboys didn't show up. It's ridiculous. It is absolutely ridiculous, right? The competition would make everybody stronger. The thing with Russell Wilson, it came out, it wasn't, Russ was in the process of turning that thing around in Denver, right? It looked like a disaster at first. But then they said if he started X number of games, then his bonus thing kicks in or something, mm-hmm. and they have to pay him. And mm-hmm. they said that they weren't going to pay him. And he came out. They didn't want to give him that money. They yeah. didn't want to give him the money, right? You know, so, so you know, this, this the, the business aspect of football is ruining the game. There's so many examples of that. Perfect example of that. The Chiefs-Dolphins game is going to be on, like, um, Nickelodeon Live or some some network, a Peacock. Right, yeah, it's going to be on Peacock and not mm. on national television. You have to pay to see a playoff game, and I hope it right. bombs. <laughs> it I reminds it me bombs. of issues going on with, like, the P- you know, you got the PGA Tour and the, and the Live Tour. PGA, the PGA Tour, to watch a golf tournament all of the days, the, the of, of all of the rounds, the Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, those first tee times and half of the tournament, you can't watch unless you pay for the PGA Tour uh, plus, you know, app or something like that, or ESPN Plus. And it's like, why can't they just air it on the Golf Channel? Like, it doesn't make any sense that people have to pay to watch, you know, early golf. And and, and they're trying to compete with Live and all this money stuff. It's like, well, here's an idea. How about instead of charging people for a subscription, you don't watch for free, and you charge advertisers. Like, that's that's, that's the model. That's what I was always taught to do. But But the people making decisions in the NFL are not football people. They're consultants, they're influencers. The whole the whole concept of the color rush thing, I've never liked that, right? You know, but it's it's people in football making non-football decisions and the game suffers for it. The game suffers for it. Mm-hmm. So how, how do you feel about Bob Myers? Well, you know, like I said, if if he's the dude, he's the dude from uh, the Warriors, right? Right. Yeah, if he brings Draymond with him, I think we can do it. <laughs> we can live with that, right? You know, I think that Clay um, Thompson might be a pretty good wide receiver, uh, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but, you know, they sort of stumbled across that, right? You know, right? You know, because, <laughs> because uh, you know, Mike, uh, uh, Mark Jackson put all that together and got fired yeah. and, and yeah. do Steve Curry, Steve Curry, because, because Mark Jackson taught Steph Curry how to be an NBA guard. Sure, yeah, he, he taught him that. You know, on the one, and then it was, it was, you know, they fired him with a with a a winning record. Sort of the um, <clears throat> now I give Steve Kerr. I've heard Steve Kerr in his social comments, so I give him a little bit more than um, than John Gruden. It's like John Gruden in Tampa Bay, right? You know, that you know he took <laughs> Tony Dungy's team and. They won the Super Bowl, right? You know, granted, Tony Dungy didn't win with that team, but you don't give John Gruden all that credit, you know, because he didn't put all these guys together. He didn't look at these guys and say, "These are the guys I want on my team." He, you know, he it came along with the package, right? You know, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, <laughs> it, it is what it is, and and you know, his recent lack of success, you know, culminating in the suspension. Shows what what that was. So back back to your question, Rodney. It might work and it might not. 
Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? You never, you never know. But I'm going to ask you guys to see what you guys know. We'll go Kevin and then Rodney. I want to do uh, NFL playoff weekend. Uh, some predictions, like who you guys think uh, is going to win. By the way, um, real quick, the Oregon coach decides he's going to stay in Oregon because he was the front runner for the Alabama job with Saban retiring. I'm staying in Oregon, he says. And then Quinn Ewers uh, says he's going to stay and play another year uh, quarterback for Texas. I think that that is the impact of NIL and of the transfer portal. That yeah, yeah. Where, like, I mean, there's because Quinn Ewers, like, if he's looking at it and saying, I'm I don't know what kind of because I don't know if I don't think he's going to be a great pro, but he's probably he may look at it and say, I don't know what kind of pro I'm going to be. I think I'll be pretty good, but I can come back and make over a million dollars here playing for Texas. Right. I'm going to stay in school and make this money and then we'll see what happens on the other side. And with Oregon, it's like, you know, yeah, you can go to Alabama or you, you know, you can get kids, kids to transfer to Oregon. You got NIL money and stuff out there. You got the Nike, you got Nike out there and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, so we we see all kinds of changes happening um, in football. Okay, so let's take a look at the uh, uh, NFL pl- uh, playoffs. We'll start with Kevin and 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 then Rodney. Your predictions, guys. Browns at Texans. That's a four thirty kickoff on Saturday. Who you got winning? I'm really excited about this Texans team because number one, nobody expected them to do anything. <laughs> right? They came out of nowhere. Right? Nobody had C.J. Stroud as the man. You know, coming out uh, 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 last year's draft hype, so uh, I'm 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 happy for Flacco becoming a older veteran, uh, older gentleman myself. I I refer to myself as a tribal elder these days. Yes, uh, sir. I'm happy for the Brown story, but I'm going with the Texans for this one and the young fella. Okay, Rodney. The last game they played, it went down to the wire, and I believe. Did Texas pull it out, or did Cleveland win? Uh, I'm 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 gonna go with the Texas, but I, I that's a <laughs> it's I'm tough, go, isn't it? Yeah, I'm gonna go with the home team, but I think uh, Cleveland defense is right. But I think uh, Strauss has something special going on, and I'm I'm really excited to see what he's gonna do. And is it Saturday? Is it on Peacock too? No, 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 no. That's a that's a old fashioned. You get to yeah. watch it on. You can uh, watch it on NBC. NBC, You can watch it on NBC. I'm I'm gonna, you know, I I I think that yeah, I think you guys are right in that CJ Stroud could be what this year what uh, Trevor Lawrence was last year. However, I am going to go with the Browns on this one. I'm going to go with the Browns. Um, I think that defense is really really tough. Uh, Flacco has proven to be you know quite the game manager, and they can run the ball. And so uh, I'm 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 going Cleveland there. All right, Saturday eight ten. This one available only on Peacock. Go ahead and purchase it now to make sure that you guys can see the Dolphins at the Chiefs. Uh, Kevin, who do you got? Well, um, I don't know if you guys know that, but this is cold front, one of those Arctic Express things that they name mm-hmm. every year. It's supposed to be extremely, uh, we're talking about record-breaking cold. I mean, we're talking about like the Cincinnati uh, game or the, the the frozen tundra gr- game of Green Bay. We talk about being that cold. I don't see the Dolphins having a chance uh, with that with that happening, right? So uh, we're going not because they're uh, playing any better, and the Chiefs' offense uh, just has not been clicking since um, they lost their uh, offensive coordinator, who apparently was just there to hold uh, 
the whole the coach is uh, Microsoft Surface <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> Here you go, but, Coach. Here's your Microsoft uh, Surface. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, I'm I'm going to go with the just because of the weather thing. Um, I just don't think that um, guys who live in Miami are going to deal with this the right way. Right. That's the only reason. Yeah. I will go with the. I'm gonna go with Pat Mahomes. I'm not going. I'm not gonna go against him, even though the offense has been horrible, and I guess they're gonna have enough connection with, I guess Kelsey or somebody. They rested up, so I think they're gonna handle business. So they're trying to, you know, get back to the Super Bowl. So I, I'll go with the Chiefs on that one. I'm with you guys. I'm with the Chiefs um, because, you know, they've been so dominant the last few years. You know, you I I feel like you go with that until somebody knocks them off, and it's and if the Dolphins do it, then okay, fine. But right now, uh, Kansas City Chiefs. All right, Sunday. If it's that cold, if it's that cold, will Taylor Swift come to the game? If it's like below zero. Oh, that's a great question. Yeah, well, yeah, because she's going to sit in in uh, one of those owner boxes like Rodney. She's like Rodney, Rodney. Okay, yeah, the Rodney box. Yeah, yeah okay, she's right. not going to be cold yeah. at all. Uh, <laughs> Sunday, one p.m. I'm sorry, say that again, Rodney. They might rearrange it for her. They might give an elevator. You know how Jerry Jones had an elevator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're gonna have somebody meet her out by the her helicopter yeah. and you know yeah. get her. You know this. You know the all the Arctic gear to get her to the stadium. You got to make sure you know Taylor's doing good. Uh, uh-huh. Okay, so uh, you got uh, Sunday one o'clock. The Steelers traveling to Buffalo to play the Bills. Kevin, I'm going with the Steelers on this one. I think Ooh. that that the Bills, uh, their window has been. Uh, has been uh, closing. Uh, the Bills have uh, been hyped as a as like one of the most talented teams in the league, but it's just not happening for them this year. Uh, and, and I think that that there's something about that Steelers organization. I think that the Roonies are are the loyalty that they've um, they've shown to Mike Tomlin and the chance they've given him to turn it around and mm-hmm. the, the records he set for not having a losing season. This, this is a, a, a throwback, throwback game. And I think that good old fashioned smash mouth football is going to prevail. Whoever the quarterback might be for the Steelers, right? You know, okay, is it going to be Minshew? Is he going to start, you guess, or, uh, Oh, who is he still on the team? No, no, because Minshew is in Indianapolis. Oh, yeah, I mean, not one. Yeah. Whoever the other kid's name I'm trying to think well, of. Uh, gosh. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, say that again, Rodney? Uh, Mason Rudolph. Oh, yeah, Rudolph. Yeah, Rudolph. Yeah, that's yeah. what I meant. Rudolph, Minshew, but the same guy. But <laughs> but I'm going with the Steelers and, and, and the coaching factor. I just think that there's something old school about playoff football. And, and and I think that um, that the Steelers going to prevail with this one. All right, Rodney. I'm going to go with Buffalo. And the reason why I think uh, the injury to T.J. Watt is going to be tremendous. Uh, which kind I'm going to have all day to uh, throw. So I'm, I'm going to go with uh, Buffalo. <laughs> I'm with Rodney on this one. I'm going Buffalo simply because I don't know how good Buffalo is, but in the range that I see them, I think at even at their lowest, they're better than Pittsburgh. And more so because Pittsburgh doesn't have a quarterback. Pittsburgh should have made that call to Joe Flacco earlier and said, "Hey, all these guys on this team can't play. Can you come in and play and play and play quarterback uh, for us?" All right, Sunday, four thirty. You got the Packers going to Dallas, Kevin. Well, uh, I just think that uh, 
Dak is Dak is in his own is in his own this year. I don't think the pack has anybody that can um, stop C.D. Lamb. Um, uh, the Cowboys' defense has been suspect. I don't know if they're hurt. Uh, they they they're not playing like they're supposed to be playing. Uh, but I think that Dak has enough in the in the tank that he can control the game and uh, the, the the his experience. Might be the edge over Jordan Love, who's who's had a pretty good year, and he's he's played with some a little bit of fire, uh, you know. I, I, I think, you know, living under the shadow shadow of Aaron Rodgers, you know, it's tough to 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 follow a legend, mm-hmm. and just like whoever the next coach of Alabama is going to find out. But I think he's coming into his own. But I'm I'm going with Dallas and uh, Clyde Jenkins on this one. Okay, Rodney, I'm gonna go with the upset. I'm gonna go with Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Good. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> now, here's the thing. If Aaron Rodgers was playing with Green Bay, I would 100% pick Green Bay. Even at 9 and 8, just sneaking in the playoffs, they'll they'll they would have they would be Dallas. I think that this is a playoff game. It reminds me of last year's playoff game for Dallas when they played Tampa Bay with Tom Brady and the thought was, "Oh, Dallas is ah, they're going to go down there. Brady's going to carve them up." They're going to get past Dallas, and and that didn't happen, and and it wasn't even it wasn't even really close. It was a couple right. wins for Dallas. I think the same will happen here. I do think that the Packers will um, keep it close early, you know, for uh, up to halftime, and a lot just depends on how Dallas responds to that. But I do I do think Dallas will um, win this game. Now, right, the, now, now Claude, you picked uh, uh, the Pack, right? No, I'm picking Dallas. No, I mean Claude did. Oh, Clyde, 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 Clyde. Yeah, Clyde. no, yeah, Clyde. Right. Yeah, Clyde Clyde's going with Dallas. Yeah. Yeah. Now, how about Rodney? Rodney's going with the Pack, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, Clyde, Clyde picked Dallas to lose the last four games of the season. Oh, okay, all and right. the playoffs. Okay. And, yeah. All he right, so we got Claude and Clyde. All right, very good. I got you. All right, <laughs> all right. The eight fifteen game. You got the Rams going to the Lions. My pick. I'll get that out the way. Kevin is the Lions. I'm sorry. I got. I got the Rams. I've got the Rams beating the Lions in Detroit. Um, I've got the Lions just fumbling it the way the Lions normally do. Normally, the Lions fumble, and what and they did. They the Lions are going to do what the Lions do. They they as good as the season has been, they still lost on Thanksgiving, and they're going to lose in the first round of the playoffs uh, to the Rams. Uh, and this is Clyde Jenkins' dream scenario because if this happens, that means that the Rams would have to play the 49ers, and the Cowboys would get the Buccaneers and Eagles winner. And he's hoping the Buccaneers win. Oh, but anyway, okay. so right. I'm going. I'm going Rams, Kevin. I'm going Lions on this one. I'm I'm thinking that the Jared Goff revenge factor is in full effect here. Mm-hmm. I think that he has more to play for than uh, Matthew Stafford uh, does at this time in terms of motivation. Um, uh, you know, there's no there's no problem with with uh, with Stafford coming back to Detroit, right? They like him there. And he's right? won, and he won a Super Bowl in 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 uh, with the Rams. So he's like, right, 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 right. He's not. Yeah, won. yeah. But uh, Goff. Golf went to the Super Bowl with the Rams too, you yeah, know. And they and, got rid of him. <laughs> you know, golf said, "Hey, <laughs> if I had Cooper Cooper Cup, I maybe mean, I would have won one." <laughs> but he has Amon Ra. He has a dude named Sun God on his team, right? You know, mm-hmm. so uh, and he has a very fast running back. So I'm going with the Lions, and, and um, very excited for this game. Uh, I think this one and the Browns uh, Texans game are going to be the, the best two games. But I'm going Lions on this one. Rodney, I'm going with the Rams. I think the defense is going to prevail. Um and Matt Stafford gonna be like, this is my this is Motown. This is this is my town. Yeah, yeah. Yep. That's a good point. 
That's yep. a good point. And the final game is a Monday night game, eight fifteen kickoff. The Eagles going to Tampa Bay to play the Buccaneers. Ah, man, this is this one's tough um, because the Eagles are limping into the playoffs, but the Buccaneers only beat the Panthers. I mean, they didn't really like beat the <laughs> Panthers the way you'd want them to beat the Panthers if you wanted some sort of confidence. I am going to side with Clyde Jenkins on this one, and I'm going to go with Buccaneers. Kevin. I'm going with the Eagles. I think that um, that Jalen Hurts is a big-time quarterback, and, okay. and and this is a game, if he's healthy, he'll have to put the team on his back and win it by himself, and I think he wants that. Um, he showed me in the Super Bowl last year. He's a primetime player, right? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it uh, wasn't for the offensive coordinator that this team couldn't use. He would have won them the Super Bowl, but um, I'm going with Jalen Hurts on this one. All right, Rodney. I'm not going with Matt Patricia, so I'm going to go with the Tampa Bay. We <laughs> <laughs> don't know what he's doing over there. But there they said, uh, the defense can't stop anything. They can't stop anything. The cold, they can't do anything. So, you know. They go um, with the Bucks. So, okay. With the Bucks. And I think Baker is really Baker is really balling. So, yeah. he, 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 he almost going to be like Matt Flynn. He's been, he been balling this year. he probably get a, a big contract next year. Yeah, yeah. He's really he's really matured. He's you know, bouncing around. He's he's grown up, right? You know, that that's that's an example why you shouldn't pick a quarterback that high. <laughs> you know, because yeah, it takes yeah. it take time to grow up, man. It really mm-hmm. does. So, yep, yep, yep. The veteran uh, presence, you know. Right, yeah. right. Absolutely. Yeah. So, guys, what do you say we do this again next week? We'll review the playoff stuff, and then we'll talk about more of the coaching carousel, and then we'll – Review the division around. You guys down with that? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. See if you can find Cl- uh, Clyde. You know, we'll see how if we can get a little post-mortem or post-game. <laughs> yeah, what's Clyde. wild is I'm sure Clyde would rather show up after a loss than show up after a win. Well, he might have a chance. Like that. Yeah, he might have a chance. <laughs> a weird dude. <laughs> maybe, by, and look, maybe by next week we'll be talking about our new, uh, our, we're talking about the, the commander's new GM, mm-hmm. head coach, and, uh, we'll, you know, Maybe we'll get an interview. Let's see. We'll ask, you know, us being the media dollars we are. That's all we can do. All we can do is ask. Either way, we'll be back next week to evaluate all these things on the Federal Football Report.